dog. False alarm. False alarm. <laughs> you, you did. You did the dirty. You, you made me call you at a time and you didn't answer. I I don't know. I had the phone in my pocket. I don't actually know why I didn't hear it ring. I don't know. I'm eating some. I'm eating some peanuts. So crunching on the mic now. Well, you got honey roasted, salted. What you got? Plain? Salted. Salted some. <laughs> That's it. Straight up salted. That's it. Yeah, there was cashews in there too, but I, they're little snack packs. So I got the. I didn't get the cashews. So. Brought them cashews is where it's at. I was reaching for them, but it came out salted. So I just. I let the universe decide. Dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> Dangerous. Let me see if this is all working. There's a weird sound happening. Why is that happening? Why is that happening? Is that I do not I know. If that's you or me. Don't you? I do not accuse me. <laughs> you got the bows on? Bro, I will fight you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to look at my little list. I actually wrote something. I wrote something just for you, Adam. No, you didn't. I did. I unlock, no, I unlock my screen. Go to the thing. We're going to start. Are you ready? You ready? You have ideas? You want to talk? Ready to go? I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Google. I did a little experiment while I was waiting for you to call back. I should say, I should uh -huh. talk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save this. We'll talk about it when I intend us to be started. Okay. Are you ready? No. <laughs> you are yeah. now listening to the talk show. I am here in Austin, Texas. My name's Scott. And all the way in Vermont, the cranberry. Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. I have to start again. I, I, I can't. My phone keeps locking me out of my notes app. This is not fair. Sounds like you're making excuses, really. I can't say that the not even going to be funny anymore thing if I can't read it. Because I forgot what it was. Oh, I remember what it was. Okay. You are you not You're on a roll so far. <laughs> okay. All right, you say the beginning part then. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to The all the way from Austin, Texas. It's not Joe Rogan. It's somebody who doesn't suck. My name's Sky, and my co-host all the way in Vermont is the can-shaped cranberry sauce of co-hosts, Adam St. Germain. <laughs> It's not Joe Rogan. It's somebody that doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's fire. Sick. He's spitting fire. Sick burn, bro. Hey, before we start, hold on one second. <laughs> Got put, <laughs> the this fuck was that? What, wait, what, <laughs> what just hey, happened? You had one, one second. One. <laughs> okay. What good. the hell was go. that sound? <laughs> the, the, the screwdriver sound I recognize, but what was that last sound? That was the screwdriver. Oh, I, I sounded. I don't know. Very confused. Hey, by by the way, by the way, for all you De, uh, Dewalt Tool fans, there's a really good deal going on at Lowe's uh, for Black Friday right now. They got a bunch of options for ninety nine dollars. Oh, really? All right. Nice. Yeah, nice little spot that, for Lowe's there. That twenty, that twenty volt, you know, lithium lifestyle. They got like the oscillating tool. They got like an impact gun. They got a drill. They got it was, there was like five of them to choose from. And what you got a drill? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, I already have the drill, um, but I was, I was, I had my eye on that oscillating tool. I was like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> oscillation. But they didn't have any in stock when I was just there. So, oh well, you, you know, know you next know. time, one can Yolo. dream. One can dream. Yolo. So, right. Adam St. Germain, right. welcome to November. How are you feeling? The holiday week coming coming right down the pipe here. 
Uh, I feel good, man. I can't wait for some some chocolate bourbon pie, some turkey, <laughs> stuffing. I'm all, I'm all about that life. You got family up there in Vermont, right? You got you're gonna have a, a an actual gathering of some type. A small gathering, but yes. Yeah, um, a, sounds good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, by the way, is it echoey? It might be. Okay, let me move that. You are a little echoey, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I was. Oh, is it better now? Much less echoey all of a sudden. What happened? What yeah. did we, we put a couple of the cans in a different room this time? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, I was standing inside the gym, mm. um, which is now, <clears throat> you know, because I, for any uh, fans of the show, uh, you've been following along, you'll know that I have an affinity for building walls. I'm all about building walls. <laughs> he's, he's some a, people, yeah. you know, some people all about like breaking walls down. Not me. No, no. I like to build them up, <laughs> building them up, indoor walls, outdoor walls, like metaphorical walls. He's, he's, yeah. he's good with all of it. I'm all, I'm all about it. If it's a wall, I'm all about it. So, so, um, so the gym Fort Fort Swole now has a new wall, the shovel shed. Yeah. The shovel shed now has, uh, well, technically has two new walls. Mm. So, uh, we got, we got one along the length and then we got one along the front uh, which also includes, you know, conveniently a doorway, which is important. I'm told. <laughs> well, yeah, it can be complicated uh, to to have a room with no door. That can be somewhat problematic. Although you've got the hell window, you could kind of descend down the the, the rope <laughs> and, <laughs> and, into the gym through the attic. That would be. You pretty ma- cool. Imagine that. Be like, be like, bro, I got this gym. The only way in is you got to go through this portal down this rope. Well, how do you get back out? You got to climb the rope. You got to climb the rope. <laughs> Got to make sure you have enough left at the end of the workout to climb yeah. the rope. So anyway, I just um, I, I just finished painting this morning, and uh, so that's all done. And I'm building a storage shelf, which is what you heard me putting a screw in on. <laughs> um, but it's a little echoey. Acoustics are probably not the best. Ah, uh, that'll be. I mean, you know, when you're working at, do you now for the listener? Here's a fun one. Are you a headphones on or a music on person when you work out? I think I know the answer to this, but do you usually listen to something while you work out or do you like quiet? Um, I like something on, but it does. I'm not picky about what it is. Like I'll put on, um, you had created a couple playlists cause you told me my previous music section was shit. So um, <laughs> there was a couple times you posted workouts to Instagram and I was like, why is he listening to that shit music? Like, this is not right. Full di- full disclosure, like, I just put it on and I just let Pandora go. I yeah. just let it go, man. It's just doing whatever it's doing. So, Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. But I, us- I usually have something on. So whether it's, like, music or it's uh, just, like, YouTube videos or podcast, whatever. As long as there's something. Gotcha. But... I don't. There's no need to use headphones in the garage. Well, I was gonna say your your garage is disconnected from the main house, so you can get loud out there. Yeah, I can get pretty loud. And now I think now that it'll be walled in, I bet I can even make it louder. Because <laughs> I I have thought at times when watching you uh, post a a, li- a big lift where you drop the weights at the end, like if the, if that garage was connected to the house, like that would not be acceptable. <laughs> that sound would be crazy. I don't. You know, I've always I've wondered about that, like how far away you can hear it, and I, I actually don't know. I'm sure you can hear it in the house when it's bigger, when it's the bigger weight that you're lifting I mean, and dropping. And what is the floor there when you, when you do it, when you're lifting the weights and you drop it, what, what is the, on the floor to like absorb that? Um, do you have, like, uh, is it, there a material that goes on the floor? I'm guessing when you're doing yeah, that. Yeah. Thing? It's, it's three quarter inch thick, uh, rubber mats. They're, they're sold at, um, tractor supply warehouse or other, 
uh, farm and yard type stores. They're really for for horse stalls. So, <laughs> so, you, so you're on that horse level now. You're basically a horse. I'm on that horse level, son. I'm on that horse level. <laughs> so, well, what's funny? It's like it's one of those things where, like, look, you can buy uh, expensive gym flooring, but it's the same shit. Just branded. It's the same. It's the same shit. (laughs) All it says is like, "Oh, we made this for the gym. It's a hundred dollars." Or you're like, "Okay, cool. I'll go to Tractor Supply. It's fifty bucks." Totally, I get that. Very good. Very good. It's the same thing. So now, if you if you're like fancy, if you if you like go up a level, um, and you have like a larger space, you can get the flooring in a roll, so you don't have all seams on the floor, which is nice. Like that would be nice, but but Mm. that ain't a thing. So, <laughs> you're, not, you're not worried about that in, in the, we ain't, we ain't worried uh, about shovel that. shed mm-hmm. does not worry about details like that shovel shed just deals with it you know it's okay <laughs> so you yeah, do seems on the floor it's okay so you do have a thanksgiving gathering what is the contribution that you bring to the table food wise do you make something for the gathering yeah i'm i'm uh i'm a, i well i organized this year the dessert committee <laughs> nice. uh, which, which is very important you know it's a very important part of the day uh the last the last few years i have made from scratch a uh bourbon chocolate pie um it is delicious sounds and, really uh, good i don't know that i've ever had a bourbon chocolate pie but it sounds good i'll tell you i have never had a bourbon chocolate pie until i made this pie and i've never had another one since so <laughs> in the in the world of bourbon chocolate pies i don't know if this is a good one but i just know in the in the world of pies it is a good one you like you enjoyed the pie it was a hit with the people who were at at the dinner yeah it's it's a big hit people really like it it's very rich nice. you know kind of kind of hits you like a hammer which is fine <laughs> um so i make that and then um and then we shipped in uh part of the dessert committee is they're organizing some other pies you know a traditional apple yeah uh, maybe, i'm an apple maybe pie a, stand yeah pecan kind of thing <laughs> and then we shipped in some jenny's uh ice cream nice so you which got, is, which got, is from the Midwest. You got some solid, uh, solid options there in the dessert category. Who does the turkey? Oh, who, who does the bird? I believe my mother-in-law will be doing the bird. And is she a, a roaster, a fryer? You know, roaster, straight up traditional. Yeah. I don't. I've yeah. never been to a Thanksgiving dinner with a fried turkey. I have. I, I I hear it's good. I've never never sampled it. Um, I'll say it's good. Yeah, it is good. But like. It's not that good that I want to risk burning my house down. That's what that's <laughs> the level of danger involved is just an immediate disinterest to me. I'm like, I don't know. I don't want a big vat of burning oil. And like, I, you know, I mean, I'm not a big drinker, but like I enjoy a drink. And then I feel like oh, now I'm drinking alcohol and I have this thing that is a potential bomb. Like, eh, it just seems like a bad idea. Yeah, I think that that is a wise <laughs> decision. I have there. I used to do a thing years, years back uh, where I would go camping on Thanksgiving. Uh, I did that a couple years in a row, I believe, uh, because I was living down here and didn't have any family. Um, and uh I witnessed some people. Who, <laughs> Wait, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go ahead. Pause. Go ahead. Pause. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that you didn't have any family. I don't have any family. <laughs> <laughs> that was here. That was here. It's, yeah, in, okay. it's implied. I, there, I, there are some human beings related to me. None of them were around. <laughs> too, too literal. Oh my God. Okay. Carry on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I witnessed 
some people frying turkeys in their whole setup, like out in, in nature, like out in the woods. And I was like, you brought that with you to the wood. It was very strange. That's a lot of work. I feel like, yeah, I didn't understand it, but you know, Oh, well. Okay. Now. All right. So, so what do you do? Are you smoking the bird? Are you smoking the breast? What you doing? You get a whole bird. No, there's only three of us here and we're not, we don't have any family coming over. Like, uh, <laughs> now that I think about it, I might have to cut Beep. that out. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, needless to say, uh, I'm going to smoke on the Traeger a uh, turkey breast. Uh, That's what you did last year, I think, right? It's the easy man. It's the, it's the small gathering way around uh, the, the headache of trying to cook a turkey evenly. As everyone knows, when you're cooking birds breasts and legs and all those different parts don't like to cook at the same speed. So when you eliminate that problem, you tend to get a better result in my opinion. Oh, I I did not know that. Yeah. It's one of the problems with properly roasting a turkey so that all the parts are really enjoyable is that you kind of have to overcook one part to perfectly cook the other part or vice versa. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Okay. There's ways around How how long is it going to take to smoke just breast? I don't remember. I, I usually consult a reference every now and then, but I like to do slow and low, like 225, uh, so that it takes longer. So hours. It'll be hours. I'm going I'm to take, a, I'm gonna take a, a detour here for one second. Okay, Adam, Adam is now there's, taking a detour. There's a, there's, a classic, there's a classic Beastie Boys song, Slow and Low. That is the tempo, That's, right? This is correct. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's, it's a classic. Like, it's a cultural classic. Like, if you if you haven't heard it, I, I highly suggest you look it up on Spotify or YouTube or whatever the hell. is. You can't beat it. It's amazing. Take a listen to and, that. You bing it. I, I suggest you bing it. And uh, I had this dude that I went to college with. Uh, little known fact, I went to college briefly. But uh, I had this dude I went to college with. He was big into music. And uh, he was really into this band that I thought was absolutely absurd and really stupid called dream theater. Oh God. I know. I know. I know what that is. That's, that's but not good. More, more importantly, he and I were good friends at the time and uh, we had very different musical uh, interests. And <laughs> yeah. Every, every time slow and low used to come on, he would lose his mind because he was, he would argue that, Slow and low is not actually a tempo. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly the kind of uh, complaint a dream theater fan would have. <laughs> oh my god! So sorry when you when you said when you said slow and low for yeah. whatever reason uh, that that triggered that for me. Anyway, I'm sure this dude is never is never going to listen to this podcast. Shout out Eric Wilson. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, Eric, l- listen to listen to something else, Eric, please. <laughs> Man, it's terrible. At least listen to like I don't know, Tool or something. If you you want to listen to like mathy nerdy rock, at least listen to something a little bit cooler. I don't know. Um, so yeah, in 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 terms of people listening to this podcast, I I was right as I was waiting. The listener may not know Adam didn't answer the first time I called him. So while I was waiting for him to call me back. I was bored. Uh, surprising. Hey, I got to say, surprisingly, not on purpose this time. It was actually a mistake. <laughs> Usually he does that to me to, intentionally to frustrate me. This time it was. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. This is a side effect. So I did a, a little experiment. I Googled talk show and then I binged talk show. And we were the first thing that came up on both the Google and the Bing. So that was pretty cool. But I wouldn't even have thought. Why did you think to Bing it? Um, because 
it just saying Bing is funny to me. It's it's a funny thing to say. So like, I, did you wait? Wait, hold up, hold up. Did what you if we Jeeves? What if we all decided tomorrow that we were going to switch to Bing? That we just liked the way it sounded. It would be kind of funny, I, I think. No way, reason. dude. Because you you would hate your life in the first thirty minutes because it doesn't work. <laughs> so needless to say, we come up first on Bing and uh, Google when you type in talk show spelled the way we spell it. Uh, and then, <laughs> sure enough, there's some obscure podcast, uh, you know, programs, I guess, websites and programs, which which host or have a page with our logo on it. And uh, it, so we, we like exist in a couple of these places. I have not put the podcast like it must they must pull them down from. Oh, it's been aggregate. We've been, been aggregated. We've been aggregated. <laughs> Wow. Also, this one, this one's funny. Listen to this. Underneath our logo, all content for talk show is property of Scott and Adam and is served directly from their servers with no modification, redirects, or rehosting. Sounds so, I mean, sounds I, so official. Arguably, that's not even true based on some of the music you play at the beginning. But hey, you know, like, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, <laughs> I wish you hadn't said that. There's robots <clears throat> scanning the content to hear you say things like that. Uh, but anyway, um, so we exist out there, and usually they use the tagline that I have put up, but they don't always. There's, it's kind of interesting. Anyway, that's a rabbit hole we don't need to go down. But uh, if you're if you were wondering, I'm excited to hear that we've been aggregated. Yeah, I feel so fancy now. Oh man, I've I've really arrived in this world. You know, yep, that's yep. great. It's really great. There was one where it, it says our names, but then right underneath it, it said, uh, "We don't know who these people are." If you want to say who these people are, you can type it in here. And I was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna leave it alone." <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fill that out with incorrect information. <laughs> <laughs> Should just claim that both of us are uh, are Matt Newell doing different voices. Or something like that. Manuel and Manuel's dog. <laughs> yeah, it's all a fever dream. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm take this moment to make a, a PSA here yes. about uh, about the irreverent road ride. Oh, go go for it. Uh, just just so everybody knows, the irreverent road ride for 2022 will be for uh, professionals only. <laughs> so if you're uh, if you're not a professional, uh, no need to apply uh, to enter the the lottery for the race. Um, and uh, if you are a professional, we, we look forward to hosting you. Please bring your uh, professional identification card and make sure to pay your uh, your uh, committee dues before arriving. So there's a couple follow-up questions there because you use some jargon that is a little confusing. First of all, professional. Uh-huh. That, you know, what does that mean <clears throat> to you? Well, I mean, it means, you're, it means you're a professional, right? Okay. You're a professional mm-hmm. at, at what? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay, that's very good. Very good. Now you mentioned <laughs> dues or committee dues. What the hell is that? What, what What is exactly the Ponzi scheme structure of how this thing gets paid for? Well, all right. Listen. Here's 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 where this is born from, and I would love your take on it. Um, there's this whole idea right now of of these people, okay, these cyclists out there in the world, and they are and they are calling themselves, and the media is calling them professional gravel uh racers professional gravel riders uh, okay gotcha so okay cool like great however i am of the opinion that if you are going to be a professional anything electrician plumber cyclist uh gymnast golfer whatever right you have mm. to be you have to be identified as a professional by the the governing body or the organization body, right? Like 
sure. the PGA or, yeah. or, you know, in tennis or whatever, right? Like, or if you're an electrician, you have your, your master's license or your apprentice, whatever the thing is. You can't just decide you're a professional gravel cyclist. <laughs> like, what? Like, <laughs> Says who? Says you? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, you can. No, I'm all for it. Like, you totally can. I just feel like it's a little disingenuous. And, uh, you know, you should hold on one second. I'm being I'm being attacked. Oh, I'm being. Ladies hold and on. gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> brief intermission. Adam St. Germain is being attacked. Are you good? My my wonderful wife was was uh, trying to assault me with some uh, hedge clippers. Oh, why? <laughs> that sounds dangerous. Hey, you know you got you got to keep it fresh, you know. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's this, there's this whole thing in gravel cycling where like the UCI is trying to get involved. All these people are trying to get involved. They're trying to like put it in a box. More importantly, they're trying to like gatekeep it, right? And then instead of being like, this is a thing, you can choose to do it or not do it. They're trying to put all these rules and, and infrastructure around it, which the irreverent road ride has always been quite the opposite of that. And it's, so uh, this is confusing to me. So do, is USA Cycling trying to like uh, become the governing body of of this? They're trying to like yeah yeah, yeah it, totally make it another thing you have to pay them for. Yeah, and and the UCI as well. Yes, that's ridiculous. That seems it's so ridiculous. silly. I, so silly. I have Googled while while you've been explaining this to me, uh, the, the phrase professional gravel racing. And the first link that comes up is a USA Cycling article. Oh, of course it is. Hold on one second. Yeah. Yes, Edith. Yeah, she's right there. Right there. Okay. <laughs> hey, buddy. Small child is trying to find her mother. Thank, thanks, buddy. Oliver just woke up and brought me some headphones that he found. Solid. Good I, looking out, Ollie. Good these looking were, out. These were missing for weeks. So that's pretty – I don't know where he, he knew where they were. That's amazing. Oh, uh, that means he's, he's got a stash spot. Okay. He, I think he does. He's, Probably got, a, he's got that unlocked. Hides things for me. All right, so now we had the, the children break. So kidding. yeah, so then there's there's also this really other silly idea of like uh, the spirit of gravel. Oh, you got to preserve the spirit of gravel, which like – that's insane to me. So to like, what is that? Yeah. So to unpack this a little bit, uh, bike racing in America probably peaked in its like heyday in the early 2000s. Would you say? I think those were the. the I think the that's fair. Late 90s, early 2000s. Lance Armstrong yeah, I think, like, is crushing it over in Europe, and the interest in the sport surges. Let's say 1998 through 2008. Around that same window of time. I'm going to say, but I will probably be corrected to earlier than that. But let's say around that same period of time, some events, offshoot events that uh, feature unpaved roads or predominantly unpaved roads, things of that nature, start to gain interest as both activity events that are not scored like a race and as events that are scored like a race. Yeah, I think they're actually a little bit later. I'm going to say they're like 2010 Ah, maybe right at the tail end, 2008, 2009, 2010, I right around there. I know that I raced the Batten Kill, and I was retired by 2009, basically, so it must oh, have been Oh, well, early. see, like, Batten Kill is a road race that happens to have one dirt section. An extended dirt section, but it wouldn't be a gravel grinder by the current, I think, understanding. Correct. But at yeah, that yeah. time, it was still an emerging idea to have those types of events at all, I would yes. say. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So that was like on the forefront back then. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
But, and that was like mid to early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. But so wouldn't you say, I think my my awareness of the whole gravel racing thing, or gravel rides rather, my association with it is, is not as races, but as fun like Saturday group ride type events that... I mean, it's it's both, right? I think it's definitely both. Like there's there are those like fun Saturday group rides where you do like some silly section or like adventurous area or whatever. Maybe you get lost, like cool, that's a thing. Um, but then there's also like, there's been races all along that are like testing extra long endurance or like extra difficult terrain or, or like extra amounts of climbing or that kind of thing. And, um, which is the whole thing, right? Like if you have those two juxtaposed things, there's no, there's no one spirit of gravel. That's such a stupid idea. Yeah. And uh, it's very (laughs) odd. And, and really, if you think about it, I mean, there's Perry Roubaix, one of the oldest races, that is continuously run, I think kind of, you know, kind of with the cobble sections and the weird roads that they use, like that's one of the oldest races there is. So there's been like some presence of like having a, having racing events or biking events where you prize or fetishize kind of the bad roads. Like, I feel like that's inherent in the sport. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, Totally. From a long time ago, but this unique, I, I think almost, here's a question, Adam. When I think of gravel events, I almost entirely associate it with New England. Is this something that is happening around the country in other areas as well? Or is it a New England phenomenon? It's stronger in the Northeast, but that's more just due to the terrain that exists and the accessibility of the terrain. Um, And then in the Midwest, it's actually really big, um, but it's more desolate out there, right? Like the stretches of road are longer and it can be more it can be more challenging to put together a loop that's not a hundred miles <laughs> because the, <laughs> the logistics of how the the, the infrastructure yeah is. so just like the, the things are longer and then when you get out west like california and all that stuff like they have gravel as gra- quote-unquote gravel as well but it's also very different just the like each pocket of the country the terrain is different they're all dirt first of all none of them are ever actually gravel roads for the most part which is funny they're all almost always dirt roads, but the type, but the types of dirt roads are also very different. Like sure. a California dirt road is very different than a Vermont dirt road. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're, those are good points. So, so to bring it back to the beginning here, the, the idea that, that is kind of being espoused is that these events are going to be professionalized in the sense that they will be like a, a, like, you know, there's a cyclocross cup or something like that. Maybe there'll be a, yeah, yeah. a, a gravel cup. There'll be like elite events that you can compete in to confer yourself as a professional at this. Totally. Yeah. And, and make a living and like the whole deal. Sure. Like, which I think, first of all, is totally fine. Like, that's great. If, if people, the market will decide, right? Like, so if the promoters decide, Hey, we're going to put on this gravel cup and it's going to be eight races and it's going to span four months, whatever. Right. Like, cool. People are going to decide if they want to spend their money on that or not. Sure. sure. And then, and then if they don't, if they're like, Oh, we don't want to do that. We'd rather just do these fun events that are really weird where we get lost and we get ice cream halfway through. They'll (laughs) vote with their dollars and they'll do those. Like, it's just like, yeah. There's room there's room for both, but this argument that like it has to be one way or the other is just it drives me crazy. But interestingly, after hearing you say that, interestingly, your official take for <laughs> your event that you put on is uh professionals only for 2022. 
Oh yeah, but like very clearly not defining uh, exactly professional what. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, and, I mean, and you I dodged, this... earlier. You dodged a question about the dues. How much does this thing cost, <laughs> and how are you? Now you're telling people they're not paying you; they're paying a governing body that you happen to also operate. I'm confused. Well, yeah. So, so I I can't afford. So you know the the here's the irony is that like I'm trying to legitimize the event, so I got to pay the the governing body to to you know legitimize my event in the eyes of the people. And so they got to, they have to be a part of the organization and pay their dues to said organization to be a part of this event. Uh, and what is the name of the organ, the, the governing body that you? Well, I, so. <laughs> I, think, I think I missed that, but we'll, we'll move past it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, the year of Reverend Roadride, often very difficult to explain many aspects of it to anybody else. <laughs> well, this year, this year too, uh, what I'm very excited is that we're going to have uh, real uh, paper, uh, job applications, and that's how you will um, apply to be allowed into the event. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> Do you need a resume or no? It's just a, just like a paper application. Well, I mean, I, it's, it's up to you. Like whatever you think it's going to take to get the job done. Yeah. My initial so response you, the first time you told me that it was pros only was, "Well, I'm a pro. I, I insist that I'm a pro <laughs> based on whatever." <laughs> I, I mean, I, that's. I think I, my I, excuse was I podcast with you, and the tolerate like the amount of tolerance I have to have to do that, you should get me into the race, no matter what. Yeah, say. well, I, I posted I posted a picture of my my new bike the other day, and I was just like, oh look, a professional gravel, uh, pre- professional gravel <laughs> cyclist bike, and, in the and wild. somebody yeah. in the wild, and somebody was like, what? And I was like, well, I'm a professional. It's my bike. It's on, it's on a dirt road. Like, what do you? What else do you need? I like that. So chewing on some peanuts apologies to the listener all hey right. at least it's not me it's not me this time is all i'm saying so 2022 are we doing july what are we doing when's irr this year oh uh actually i i uh <laughs> it's funny you ask <laughs> i farm <laughs> i farmed that decision out to somebody else <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, um uh it's the uh it's man by uh goes by the name of jeff price it sounds fake it sounds like you just made that up <laughs> i well thank you you'll, you'll have to come and find out see okay. if it's, it's real or not so he was he, 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 he had voiced well he hasn't chosen yet told me he has 10 weeks to decide um he uh he's he's a long time uh contributor uh to the irreverent road ride and he voiced some frustration that he wasn't able to attend irr 10 because the date didn't work for him um and i said great well, then you decide what date it is for 2022. <laughs> In keeping with the spirit of the event. Yeah. Weird decisions being made left and right. Yeah. You know, hey, you know, we'll just we'll send it. It's fine. It's all, all good. Right. Well, you, we'll have to uh, we'll circle back to that on a future episode uh, as there is a challenge on the table for me to attend if COVID regulations and such are such that we're all doing that kind of shit, which I think we're, we're heading that direction, I hope. It feels like it. It feels like it. Things things seem a little less shitty than they used to. I mean, there's a lot of shitty things happening, but, you know, on that one front, I think. On a positive note, IRR will be year 11. Any any special 11 year? Because you guys, uh, celebrating 10 years seems too square. Are you going to celebrate the odd number year more or differently? (laughs) I totally missed the opportunity. I, I, I'm a little disappointed in myself that I missed the opportunity to make like a Windows 10 uh, joke about <laughs> yeah, about go. IRR 10 and that like 
how like updating it takes forever. And like, <laughs> there was just a lot of jokes that could have been made there. So I left, I left a little opportunity on the table there. Um, I did have an idea for 11. What was it? <laughs> I uh, I mean, there's the obvious one, right? Where we could do, um, whatchamacallit, um, what's that fake band? Um, fake band? Spinal yeah. Tap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah it, it goes, it goes to, it goes all the way to eleven. This one goes to eleven, right? Like, I think that one's that's pretty obvious. It should. Um, it's the the somehow the mileage should involve an eleven in some way. Like, there should be eleven something. I don't know. Maybe not one hundred and eleven miles, but you know what I'm saying. Work it in there somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I usually do. I don't. People de- tend to not catch any of those little things that bring me great satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> like, I incorporate it into a lot of things. So, um, let's see. Oh, I think it was just going to be uh, so pro 11.0. And there you go. <laughs> that's so that's the working name right now. We'll 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 refine it a little bit. Sounds so. good. Sounds good. Yeah. So we had uh, we had the Thanksgiving. We talk. We we learned about the turkey breast and the pie. That's very good. And then there was some another topic that I wanted to ask you about. What was it? Oh, we you know what we need to talk about is something that has become kind of upsetting to me in our group text thread is the frequent post. I believe is it you or Matt that's putting them in the thread? I don't even know. But it's usually it's. I like the fact that yesterday when I was talking to you on the phone, you actually tried to blame Matt, but it is. Um, it's usually me that's putting them in there. Okay. <laughs> We have a text thread. So, On the text thread, there have been frequent posts, shared posts from a person on Instagram known as the Liver King. I don't even think it's the Liver King, by the way. It's just, I think liver, it's just King. Liver, liver King. Liver King. That's right. No, you're right. It is. Adam, can you try to explain who Liver King is? Listen, while, while walking people. While walking on your gravel driveway. Can you really hear that? Of course I can. How would I know? Jeez. God, I'm trying to like stretch my legs so I don't get edema, edemia, <laughs> academia, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> Liver King is a maniac uh, who lives in, guess where, Scott? Guess where he lives? I want to say he's from Austin, but I could be wrong. Texas. He's he's in Texas. That lives in Texas. I I recognized he po- in one of his videos. He's training jujitsu with a guy who I recognized. I that guy. I think is. I, oh, I, you recognize that guy? Yeah, not like I know him, but he's I I recognized him from some jujitsu in general. Like yeah, that. Guy, oh, that's yeah. I think okay. he teaches in the greater Austin area or one of the other cities that where yeah he would be at a big event type thing. All <laughs> but, right. any, All but anyway, right. all right. Um, yeah. All right. So liver Kings is dude and he's in Texas and he, uh, promotes the idea of following nine tenants. I didn't know about this part. Okay. Yeah. Follow the nine tenants of honoring our ancient ancestors. Okay. And part of it, this is the main part. As far as I can tell, part of it is, is, uh, eating animals nose to tail okay and with a large focus on eating liver (laughs) very large focus on eating liver Um, yeah so so he says he says he eats liver with breakfast lunch and dinner um which i i find interesting because i'm pretty sure ancestors did not have breakfast lunch and dinner but hey that's a different story um three to four ounces at a time uh he also eats a lot of raw bone marrow out of femur bones um, which look like they're from cows or humans. Hard, hard to say, really. Um, Have you seen his website? 
Yeah, yeah, that's. I have it up on my laptop right now, and it is truly insane. So, just to go back to the segment from the from the episode that nobody heard because uh, Scott lost it, uh, where, we, where we recommended uh, a new uh, Instagram account to follow. This week or this time around, we'll recommend one that you don't follow, and it's Liver King. <laughs> Do not because, follow this man because uh, it's is pure insanity. Do not go to liverking.com. <laughs> it's just it's just insane. It's I don't know what to make it's, of it. It's really upsetting. Yeah. So, see, I told you he has supplements. He's a supplement company, which I don't understand either. The, but, our ancient ancestors would not uh, understand the concept of a supplement. <laughs> well, and here's the other. This is the thing that I really can't get over is that is that he uh, he's eating the liver, which is I understand that liver is supposed to be really good for you. Um, that's fine. He eats it raw. Okay. Um, dodgy. A little dodgy. A little dodgy, but like, uh, yeah, people do raw diet. Uh, yeah, okay. He eats the bone marrow, which, you know, I'm a big fan of um, of collagen peptides and, and collagen. So, like, bone marrow is the purest source of that. So, like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, then he eats a lot of, a lot of what looks like beef, I believe, and uh, or the other organ meats and things like that, cheddar cheese, pork rinds. Big fan. And then then he's always got this bowl. So here's the part that I can't I can't wrap my head around. He's got a bowl and he calls it the sacrifice. And it's when he's not eating carbs. Uh-huh. However, <laughs> most of the, the raw The video meat that's items, playing on this webpage is so crazy. The, most then, of the so- most of the raw things he's eating are covered in maple syrup. Which for the listener, contains carbs. <laughs> it contains nothing but carbs. It's pure carbohydrate. <laughs> I wonder if he doesn't know that because it seems like he doesn't know that. The way the way he presents the idea, you would think he doesn't know. It's just it does. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It seems so. like he's health aware enough that he would know that, but then it, it's it makes no sense. So it's very confusing. There is, okay, so in this video, Adam, he is. There's only one small segment of the video in which he's eating liver, which he takes out of a container, and it's like, yeah, it's like little, it's little like plastic container. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of the video is him doing CrossFit in the rain and swimming. Basically, it's very strange. So, mommy, did not. Uh oh, we got we got a mommy the monster on the loose. Uh oh, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna be on the lookout. I don't want to. I don't want to get caught. Hey, you know what? But look, but look, you know, I'll just, I'll just practice the nine tenets, okay, okay of yeah. honoring my angels, ancestors, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll work out in the rain. And <laughs> he's carrying, call. he's carrying two kettlebells, and then he's got like a rucksack, and then he's also got like a bunch of uh, plates on a little like sled that he's pulling, and it's raining. Uh, and then, oh, okay. So that, okay. So, so, so that is, that is, uh, the barbarian workout. He does that every Saturday. Nice. Nice. It, and so what it is, 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 uh, it's a 70 pound kettlebell in each hand. It's, uh-huh. uh, 70 pounds in the rucksack. It's, um, I believe 70 pounds on the sled and it's a 20 pound ankle weight on each leg. <laughs> and, and then the workout is. You walk one mile. <laughs> I don't know why that part's funny. 
That's the whole workout. I mean, it sounds like it would be like a serious work. Oh, he's doing the, he's doing the, um, he's throwing a weighted ball up at a tree. And then there's also a, 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 I just can't describe all of this video, but everything about it is hilarious to me, but I don't think it's supposed to be. <laughs> anyway, if you want to be entertained or if you want to be driven crazy, check out Liver King on the internet. Tell them that the talk show sent you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell them we sent you and we are not fans at all. Not fans. Definitely not <laughs> the fans. Best, and I will say this for, for the listener. When you do go to liverking.com and watch the video that plays when you go there, the part where he's running with the spear is the best part. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. He's running with a spear? He's running with a spear. It's, it's not connected to any of the other parts of the workout. Just, just an unexplained segment where he's just running with a spear. This guy Got is it. this guy's awesome. Okay, Liver King. That's our recommendation. That's our do we call it, that's not our recommendation for the week. That's our anti recommendation for the week. That's our anti recommendation. Yeah. Don't yeah, go yeah. to LiverKing.com. Don't follow Liver well, King. Well, I, on I Instagram. thought since since you know following the trend that you posted uh, the last episode to the upside down, I thought we would do the <laughs> we would do the opposite here. We would do an anti recommendation. Yeah. The last. So there are two. There. Well, there's one lost episode of the talk show that was recorded. Uh, was it two weeks ago, Sunday, two uh, weeks ago, yeah. two weeks ago, Sunday, we did a full hour and I think nine minutes, all that got recorded onto a previously recorded track. So indecipherable, you can't unlistenable. Uh, that was, uh, my excellent engineering work. Uh, I'm as, as I say that I checked the recorder to make sure it's going and it is yay. Now I, I would just like to remind you, just don't, just going back like maybe like 10 minutes, yeah, maybe 15 minutes. Uh, you did call yourself a professional. And so I just, you know, oh, I think I, that your life, yeah. <laughs> your license is under review at this time. <laughs> this is, this is absolutely correct. So that's the one lost episode. And then there is an, also a unreleased episode of the talk show. That was episode one. Uh, the only talk show episode to date that's ever been recorded with the two hosts in person. <laughs> During which I had, I was dying from some type of respiratory ailment. <laughs> and <laughs> coughing, sneezing, like just, just dying slowly for an hour while Adam tries to have a conversation with me. <laughs> In a small room, probably getting sick from being that close to me. It was, it, yeah, so that's never been released. Yeah, you know, probably for the better. Really. Yeah. For the better. It lives on somewhere. It's on the drive somewhere. Well, it's not. <laughs> we don't want people to go snooping around. <laughs> that will not be released. Uh, one, no. we, we won't relitigate anything from last episode, but um, we did learn one thing. We always talk about food on this podcast. It's not a food podcast, but we always get around to talking about food. We learned one thing about Adam's eating preferences I had not previously known, which is that he likes a dry lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not, that I, it's not that I like a dry lasagna. You said, you lo- you that- said that the lasagna I posted looked too wet. Which it implies- did look too wet. It looked too wet. I'm just saying it looked, it looked too wet. It looked saturated. You know, like there was a lot of, there was a lot of tomato juice and, uh, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't do it for me. Well, not, so. dr- not dry enough for your taste. Wasn't dry enough, you know. I like I like a lasagna that like you can like cut and it'll stay. It'll keep yeah, it dry. Shape, you like keep it dry? Stacked. Just say it. You like dry lasagna? 
That feels extreme. It feels extreme. That's all I'm saying. You know? That's all I'm saying. All, I'm all saying. right. All right. Well, that's our so, food topic for the week. Dry lasagna. And- dry lasagna. Hey, everybody, you know, if you haven't tried it, just give it a shot. That's all I'm saying. Just try it out. Try it out. If you're going over Adam's house, don't bring mustard and don't get that lasagna wet. Oh, you Not bring, like you bring that mustard. lasagna. You, you bring mustard. I'm not letting you in. I'm just saying. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. What's the name of the bike so, that all the CrossFit people like? I can never remember. It's like battle bike the, or assault, the assault bike. bike. The assault bike, yeah. The assault bike, yeah. He also yep. does the assault bike in the video, which I feel like is the most obligatory cross. Like everybody who does strength and conditioning that wants to look like they're tough posts them doing the battle bike, and I never think it looks tough. It's just it's not. It doesn't convey what I think people want it to, at least to me. I got. Actually, here's a fun fact for you. So, uh, Liver King is is clearly successful uh, financially. Sure, seems like it. Just just based on like what he posts and like the size of his ranch and like all that stuff, right? So it's cool. Uh, and he has some like nice workout equipment, a lot of Rogue, like you know, brand name, high end, really good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Um, wow. His uh, his air bike though uh, that he has. And his rower, which I've seen, um, are a different brand called Xpex. Uh huh. What do we think? And of that? they're notorious for for um, suffering from Scott Sullivan syndrome, where they count <laughs> the calories too quickly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which I which I just find when I saw that I was I was paid those I just found it. Uh, I just find it humorous. Yeah. He seems to me like the kind of guy who would inexplicably have a 22 on whoop and, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. And like like brag about it, even though it's clearly a mistake. And you're like, you're like, "Mm, that ain't, that ain't right. You didn't do that. He's like, no, I did. I did. I told you. This is like, liver. (laughs) Okay, buddy, whatever. Liver case. Yeah. And he's got the, he's got the, you know, he's got the liver queen and the liver boys. Uh, What do you think the over under on him having a parasite that's like causing some of his, eccentricity i think 85 85 percent pretty good chance that guy's got something going on that's not uh pretty high not good let's put it that way so oh man all right i I could talk about him all day it's fascinating human being (laughs) (laughs) what what else you got because i got to get back to uh wall construction here okay we got to get back to the wall i had one other topic oh i did watch some f1 racing this morning that was fun Um, oh nice i have a challenge Where, where are they now uh, to, oh shit! I'm gonna forget. They're going to Saudi Arabia next race. They were in some other. Is that area. the nighttime one? The Saudi Arabia one's the, the one at night. The one today. The one today was at night because it's a 10 hour difference, I think. Uh, oh, and they're okay. in that part of the world. I cannot remember where they were though. I want to say Qatar. I think they were in Qatar. Okay, got it. It was a nighttime race. Uh, Lewis Hamilton won handily. Uh, Damn. Verstappen came from a. They he had some penalty. He had to start fifth or sixth or something like that. But he came back, got second. And then Lando Norris, who is one of the oldest F1 drivers in the pack right now, or maybe the oldest, got third place. His first podium in like 10 years. That's a big deal. Seven years. I think it was maybe seven years, something like that. That's a big deal. Yeah, he's in his 40s. He's one of the oldest guys in the pack. So, uh, which, you know, 40s is not too old in the big world, but in professional sports, you know, north of 40 is you're getting up there. Well, just keeping your reflexes sharp enough at that point. I mean, That's it's what like, I, yeah, to, to be, operating. I can hardly, I can hardly pour a cup of coffee. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, just to imagine the, uh, just the, the reaction time you have to have to be able to pilot one of those cars successfully is wild. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. 
So good so, for him. Good. That was fun. That was probably the, the big story of the race because Hamilton had the win from the from the flag. So it was not that exciting other than yeah, the yeah. race for third. But uh, so that was on. Oh, so I challenge winter challenge. I thought of today. This is a stupid one, but I thought this would be fun. I, I want to see if you were interested in this. This is open, uh-huh. open to Adam. And if he ex- if he accepts and then open to any of the listeners, I think because of my geography, I will not be able to win the challenge. But I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun to do this stupid challenge. OK, are you ready? OK, I'm in ready. The, in the past on this podcast, we have done a CrossFit workout that's called the longest mile. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is not that. Oh. Adam okay. St. Germain, I've, I've invented a new workout. It's called the coldest mile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This challenge requires that you run the fastest single mile you can at the coldest temperature possible. <laughs> so it's a combined challenge. You have to get... You have to be running in the coldest weather that you can. So you get more points for the colder the temperature, ambient temperature. Do I get the Do I get the whole winter to do this? Yeah, yeah. It's the, oh, okay. The, the the fastest mile recorded by the end of winter at the lowest temperature. <laughs> now wait, wait. There's gotta be there's gotta be a grid, right? Like like what if I run a six minute mile and it's uh, ten degrees, but right. somebody runs a six thirty. But at zero degrees, who wins? Six thirty at zero versus six even at ten degrees. Okay, we, so let's let's have some fun with this. What do you think? What, how should we? How should we? I feel well, I like, think there's got. I think there's got to be a, gr- a graph, right? Where there's like. No. Uh, I'm not nerdy know, enough gotta, to figure this out, but we okay. Yeah, so um, we we need to we need to enlist the help of uh, of. Uh, Excel and make a graph. I think for sure, which is is better. I'm going to say the zero, the zero for sure wins. The zero wins, but I think below zero, if you run the mile at less than zero degrees, there should be some kind of like deduction from your final time. Like say you do seven minutes, you actually get to pull 20 seconds off of it or something like that. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, no. So maybe that's the way to do it. Each, each degree is worth five seconds below zero or maybe we just say below below freezing below freezing yeah we're we're gonna figure this out i say how many seconds do you get five five seconds per degree below zero is that too much two let's do two let's do two yeah i think five would end up being mathematically confusing yeah okay two seconds two seconds for every degree below freezing and the so that way we just end up with a raw time and then the the lowest time wins the coldest mile Right. Okay. So if I run, just so let's let's think through this. Okay. Yep. If I if I run an eight minute mile at thirty two degrees, it's valued at eight minutes. Even eight minutes. Right. Yep. At thirty two. Yeah. Thirty two. You get no deduction for the cold. Okay. And then and then uh, if I run an eight minute mile at zero degrees, I get a deduction of sixty four seconds. So it counts as a six fifty six. Exactly. That's correct. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is a good, this is a good system. I like, I like this. this. I this like works. This. See, we figured it out in real time. I like it. Good job, team. Good so job. Uh, this is the Talk Show Winter Challenge, the coldest mile. Hashtag it. Let's go get it. See who can do the, the coldest, coldest mile. The coldest. The cold. Oh, I like this. <laughs> it's just stupid enough to work, I think. Well, it's also simple. Yeah. Just one mile. Right? Just, just one mile. It's just got to be cold as fuck when you do it. <laughs> 
Oof, man. You know, it's really hard to run fast in the cold. So that's like, that's part of why it's fun because it's no one likes running in the cold. It's it's the the entire premise sucks. <laughs> I mean, I I do feel like I personally have quite the advantage on this one, but I'm into it. Yeah, no, I mean, geographically, it doesn't play to my favorite, but we do get some. We we get a free. We get a fr- We get a freeze every year at some point. I just yeah, don't, so if I, you go if you go out when it's twenty and and put down a burner, maybe you can win. Yeah, but it would I would have to be really moving. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna get too many cracks at the zero degrees. <laughs> but No, no, no. But like you might get a twenty. You get a twenty. It's yeah, it happens. It does happen. Gotta get out there, so, gotta get ready. Gotta be ready to get you got that lung sting when you really try to sprint in oof. the cold. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. I might so. do it. You know what? You can deduct ten extra points. This rule I just I'm making it right now. 10 extra seconds you can deduct if you do the whole thing with a spear. It's the liver king. I was going to say, I was going to say, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think <laughs> what additional rule, additional rule. Okay. So 10 seconds for a spear, 10 seconds for a spear. I d- no, I, I, I'll give you, I'll give you a full 30 seconds for a spear, 30 seconds um, for a spear, but I'll give you 10 seconds, 10 additional seconds <laughs> For wearing t- uh, shorts. Wait, why? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> oh, because it's so cold. I got it. Yes, it's cold. I, that went over my head for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it. Yes. Extra ten seconds for shorts. Um, let's make it twenty seconds for shorts only. Wait. No shirt. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Okay, sure. Sure. Okay, <laughs> ten, we're going to 10 seconds shorts, a- 10 more seconds if you don't have a shirt, and 30 seconds if you have a spear. So you can almost take a minute off your time. You can shave a full minute. <laughs> if you do just shorts and carry a spear. So that yeah, every- I'll just, so I'll that just everyone say, sees you doing it is truly scared. I'll I'll just say you can you can substitute things for the spear such as um you know like a, a broomstick or uh you know, I, a mop I, handle. Is it bad that I want it to be something vaguely scary? Like I'd prefer it be an axe if it's not going to be a spear. Well, that's heavier. You know, uh, you could yeah. do like a pitchfork. <laughs> pitchfork would be, I think it has to, I think part of the idea here is you should look scary to your neighbors while completing. This okay. Challenge. So it should, it should look like a weapon. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Have so. some weapon like, you know, yep. look, that I'll accept anything that, that fits that criteria. All right. Oh, my dog is freaking out. Okay, I think, I, think we, I think we're not going to top that idea. I think we should go out no, on that. No, this is solid. This is good. This is good. <laughs> the coldest mile, so, guys. Get after it. The coldest mile, 2021 slash 22. <laughs> I think we did it. So, go have a great we Sunday. Def- we, we definitely did it. This podcast has ended. Let us go in peace. Bye. See ya. Liverking.com. <laughs>